I am here with Jim McNabb, who is trying to plan out a podcast. And that is part of what this episode is about, which is why I haven't been answering your questions. Because this is part of the story. Okay. And I have this really awesome new podcast setup that isn't working. So I'm still using some old technology. So bear with us. But this episode is going to be called Zero to One. And it comes from Jen McNabb's first podcast, where she talked about going from zero to one, meaning from not innovating, right, to innovating, and what that process is like, and how important it is, and what a big step zero to one really is. So I wanted Jen to come here. I mentioned on previous podcasts that I was going to bring her in here. And Jen, why don't before we get started, why don't you tell us a little bit about who you are and what you do? Yeah, so I work here at George Fox in the registrar's office. I celebrated 10 years this last August. Um, married, two kiddos, an eight-year-old, a five-year-old, two girls. And other than that, reader, writer, runner. I like how all of those things rhymed reader writer runner that might sound like a good yeah or or like a url or something maybe you need to get that url yeah we're sharing a microphone so i'm gonna be sliding back and forth but you'll be able to hear her in the background trying to look at her notes which i'm trying to avoid letting her do because i don't do any notes on my podcast I just I sit down in this chair and I just start running my mouth. <laughs> I plan, Rob. I plan. Okay, she's a planner. Yeah. And guess why she's on the podcast? Because okay, I want to tell a story about Jen. So Jen and I met for coffee. How long ago was it? Can you remember? When was it when we had that meeting? In December. Was it December? December. Okay. So almost a year ago. Holy cow. So Jen was, Jen had, well, we met before that. I thought Mm -hmm. it was, it was like in the summer. Mm -hmm. It was nice weather. I remember. And yeah, it was August. Is that the Ava roaster or something like that or some, I don't remember where it was. That was the summer. Okay. I'm not very good at historical facts, but (laughs) (laughs) yes, indeed. So, um, what was so interesting to me about our conversation is that you alluded to the fact that there was something deep and that there was something more Mm -hmm. that you wanted that you were sensing Mm -hmm. and we kind of talked about that and i remember from that meeting that you said that you you were you were telling me about how you had this desire you wanted to encourage people at least that was part of it and then you also had these th- these talents that you wanted to start bringing out. Writing was one of them. Mm-hmm. I think you were trying to play piano too. <laughs> what happened to piano? Yeah, p- piano is still in the mix. I think at the time we met, I had a sense of my mission. And so if you think about mission like a river um, and you think about rapids, it would probably be maybe like class two rapids. And I think we knew 
okay, I think there's just room to crank it up a bit. There's room to um, live into the mission maybe a little bit more. And so we talked about goals and part of that was writing and I had been writing for a while. And I think at that point you made the suggestion, well, what about if you did a blog? Mm, And I think that's that's what kind of launched it. Yes. And I was just really getting into my Stanford program, I think, at that time. Because I remember we were talking about how you don't know what you don't know. Mm -hmm. And you can't plan your way forward. You have to do. So Jen was like she was just mapping it out in her head. And she she was getting pretty dialed in upstairs, I would say. Right? I mean, you, you had done some heavy lifting. That's true. Yeah, we had a plan. We were doing, writing it out, doing some, some strategy, multiple parts to the plan. Um, yeah, but it, it took a while before we actually moved on the writing. Well, and the thing that I remember is when Jen said, I've burned the boats. Do you remember that? Mm-hmm. We had our meeting, mm-hmm. I burned the boats. Mm-hmm. I was like, wow, tell me, so did you quit your job or something? She's like, oh, no, uh-uh. I've decided in my mind by this day that I'm going to do something. <laughs> and so anyway, Jen and I were chatting, and, and like Jen just said, I was like, why don't you put that content out there? And I kind of wanted that to be the preface to your story about what happened. And you kind of told that a little bit on your podcast. So why don't you tell the people listening, what happened when you took that first step? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I think initially when you mentioned blog, my lens was probably more of doubt, hesitation, um, giving pause to thinking about, okay, 42 million people have a blog. What is it that I have to contribute you know, to the world, that the world needs to hear? Um, and it was just really writing in a, in a Google Doc, but not putting it out there. And then having an experience where a friend posted it on her blog and then being in a place where at a picnic table one day, a colleague mentioned to me offhand, hey, I read that post you did. And that post really impacted me, how I think about the world. It was inspiring. Um, it was encouraging And I think at that point, there was a bit of a shift. So lens of doubt into a lens more of um, possibility and thinking about, oh my goodness, okay, if this blog just blessed one person, um, it just made a difference for one person, then what would that look like to put this out there on my own blog and put it out to Mm. um, more people? So I think in that moment, there was a bit of a shift in that that different that lens shift Mm. i love that the and i remember we talked about this um the idea of blessing one person one person actually does matter Mm -hmm. and the cool thing i remember from your story is that you felt like you were on mission Mm -hmm. right it Mm -hmm. took one person for you to go that was worth it Right. right right Yeah, and then thinking about, okay, this changed the life of one person. Um, And I I thought backward. I thought, okay, so this is moving from zero to one. There's no post, and then now there's a post. So there's this movement. 
um, where there you move from there's nothing to new is born. And I think, you know, as we think about going backward, we're all a unique combination of zero to one. So my zero to ones, I, like I came into the world, different parents di than you, um, your zero to ones are different. So that makes us uniquely positioned to contribute in a way that no one else might contribute. Um, and so in hearing that comment from that person, I thought, what would it look like to just do this once a month, the time, energy, um, everything would be worth it if I knew each month one person could be blessed from the writing or from the post. And, and thinking about that, if you are doing work where you're encouraging, inspiring, uplifting others, that's a force of goodness in the world. And so, of course, if, you're, if you could potentially have this force of goodness that, that in moving forward from zero to one, I thought, of course, there would be force of darkness that where you might feel fear or hesitation or to try mm -hmm. to pull you back from mm -hmm. stepping into that. And so um, shifting that 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 lens um, and thinking about what could be possible was really um, the impetus to, to start blogging more often. I love that. You said a few things that were really interesting. Um, one is the one person. Yeah. I would even say that yourself being that one person right because mm -hmm. I remember mm -hmm. you were like I'm not doing this like I remember your first thought was no way I'm, I'm not putting myself out there right. and that was connected to fear and we talked about that what, what was your fear mm -hmm. I think um so it, when you put something out in public and then thinking about lots of people have blogs in public and what is it that I need to say to the world that that people that hasn't already been said and part of that it just felt like do I need to put this attention on myself it felt very um, me centered um, and so I think that was it was a more of a hesitation or a, this feels prideful or this feels um, awkward you know self-promoting I guess and one of the interesting conversations we had was about a design tool called reframing mm -hmm. and and I asked Jen to consider reframing that whole thing because you know I understand like a lot of people are on social media and a lot of people are doing things like podcasts or whatever mm -hmm. um, because they're trying to promote themselves right mm -hmm. but that wasn't what you were trying to do and what I heard you saying when we were chatting is like you wanted to make a difference in people's lives even if it was just one person mm -hmm. and um, and so anyway, when you reframed, I remember when we talked about this, you were like, yeah, you know what? That's true. If I can help somebody, it would be worth it. Um, and that it doesn't have to be about this other stuff. Because remember, you were kind of like anti-social media, right? Yeah. So in fact, my first blog post was how really I can't stand social media. And so it was instead. And, and what things do I choose to do instead of uh, social media? Um, and so part of it was a reframe in thinking about maybe social media is just a tool. It's just where people are. It's just a way to reach people. Um, it doesn't have to be where I spend all my hours, but there is a shift in that. Um, and I also said, okay, I'm not going to hang out around the stats and just watch the stats and watch the numbers pour in um, until I had my third post. Okay, so I was just about ready to jump in. Because here's the crazy thing about this stuff, okay? It, and I talk about this on my podcast, is that, you know, all of us are creators 
and we're made in the image of the ultimate creator and he has given each of us things that only we can create. So Jen McNabb was created to do some stuff that only Jen McNabb can do. And it could be the case that it's going to be something you do through your social media or something else. What I've been telling people is it's usually not the first thing, right? Mm -hmm. So it's like the caterpillar to the butterfly. You're going to go through a process, Mm -hmm. and you're going to think it's that thing. Mm -hmm. But it's God going, oh, no, I've got something big. But you're not ready yet. Mm -hmm. And if I threw it down on you, you would implode. Right. So Jen is sitting there going, "Uh, uh-uh, I don't do social media and I don't want to put myself out there. I don't want to get involved in the the you know, the stuff that can happen online. But then she does it. She says, you know what? I'm just going to go for it. I'm not going to plan this. I'm going to do it. And I'm going to iterate. See what happens. It's an experiment. We talked about probing and experimentation. So she does it. She impacts a life and she's super pumped. Then. Something else happened on what blog post number two? Number three. Yeah. So we put the first post out there and there were some visits and people appreciated it and made comments. And I said, I'm just going to spread it word of mouth. And then number two came some comments, spreading word of mouth, just telling people. And then number three happened. And it happened to be a post that talked about um, my childhood and growing up in the city and the country. And my dad, who lives in the country still, shared it in his community. And I was sitting there one day and I got this email from a notification saying I had a comment on my blog. And the email was from a Megan S. And I thought, I don't even know a Megan S. Who is this? What is this person? Um, And I went and checked the stats. And all of a sudden, this blog post on social media had just, it just took off. It took off. And um, within a period of a couple hours, there had been hundreds of unique, different visitors. So not just views of people looking at it multiple times, but different visitors And then as that spread and spread and spread and people shared it, first of all, it demonstrated the power of social media that, okay, this this is an avenue to reach people. But then eventually what happened is someone who oversees a publication, a historical publication, um, came forward and invited me to publish this piece in their um, their annual their publication and so it was this huge opportunity um, and it ended up getting a picture with my dad and I on a combine that's going to go down in the historical record and it blessed my dad it blessed my dad because to be honest with you there's time in between so if you think about moving from zero to one you're planting that seed and it takes time for that seed become a plant but the part of it is it's not just about the plant it's about the gap in between the seed and the plant and within that gap there's joy in that gap and just right there having that picture of my dad and I published it's super meaningful and that will forever be logged in the historical archive so that is I didn't actually know that part of the story that's actually really cool oh it just happened oh wow you're getting real-time info on Jen McNabb but you said something really interesting gaps Mm -hmm. so In the Future State, you know, this is the Future State Project podcast, we think about what is that future state that we want, and then we go back and see what is our present state, right? We don't go back to the past, because if we start with the past, the past will end up in the future, right? 
So we start with what is the future? And Jen's future was I'm impacting more people's lives. Mm -hmm. So she creates a gap for herself. There's two ways gaps get created. They get thrust upon you. Those are the gaps we usually don't like. Or you create your own gap. Now for Jen, the gap was going to be putting myself out there and getting myself out of the comfort zone. She does that and some stuff blows up. But then, so I get this feedback and I'm getting pumped. It's reinforcing my own beliefs about all this stuff. I'm seeing it go in real time. And then I tell Jen, awesome, now it's time to turn the volume up, right? And so um, so I'm curious to know what step two is going to be for Jen McNabb. By the way, it's jenmcnabb.com, right? Okay, so check out Jen's uh, website. But Jen, now that you've stepped out of the comfort zone, she's become a different animal as a result. She's impacting people's lives. She's getting published, creating memories with her dad that will last forever in the historical record. And then what are we going to do, Jen? Yeah. So gaps. We're looking forward. I think there could be um, a couple opportunities. One down the road will be a book that we'll put together with some of these pieces. And the other piece has been doing more of this podcasting business. That's (laughs) happened. But so I heard a speaker a couple weeks ago talking about, so if we're all in this river of life and you can be a log and just kind of passively navigate, or you can be a fish that is responsive within that river and the the fish is more responsive, nimble, able to move along, able to adapt, move away from shark, whatever, um, that, that it's better to be the fish. And I think in my own journey, you know, to either be passively just floating down the river or to be more responsive, as I stepped out the first time, it was hard. It took from December to July to actually from concept to first blog post. That was like seven or eight months. Um, but then as I moved, there was a suggestion to do a podcast or audio blog in September, and that happened in October, November. So it got easier and it was mm-hmm. faster. Um, and after stepping out that first time, you start to become more, um, a little bit more nimble, resilient, adaptive, I would say flexible. And so stepping out at each additional time, I think, into new, uh, each time there's a new gap, it's that much easier to be responsive, be um, flexible. You kind of develop that muscle of mm-hmm. like nimbleness and resilience. And in this day of age where things are changing, like unprecedented rate, accelerated time of change, I think that it's a life skill. I think I'm, I'm learning to be able to be responsive, to be flexible, to, to reinvent yourself, to be adaptive. Um, and so I think as I look forward, yes, there's gaps. Yes, there's opportunities. There's more to come. Um, but I think just getting stronger in, in that area of stepping out has been part of the, the gift. So you just said a ton of interesting things that I want to point out. So you just described all these characteristics, right? Um, flexible, adaptive, um, things are getting easier for you. I mean, these are think about like it was how hard it was for you to write a blog post and put it out there, and how many months, months. took you eight months, and now you're like, now I'm podcasting, right? You got your pot. You don't have a podcast voice. I, I have one. My kids are like, Dad, don't use that voice. 
I can't help but do it. I don't know why. It's because this microphone's right in front of me. <laughs> and I, I don't know. It's fun. But you've become a different person by doing. Can you share some of that? Yeah, um, I would just say that just having more uh, confidence and instead of asking why or making a list of, okay, well, I really don't want to do it because of this and I really don't, you know, think about, I don't want to engage that. It really is embracing a question of why not um, and just saying, okay, podcast, okay, why not? Um, and it just is embracing that lens of possibility and seeing what could be possible instead of making a list of reasons to not do it. Um, and I think in this day and age, like I said, to, to, to live into um, all that we're called to be and do, to encourage, inspire, uplift others, um, be that force of goodness. I think it just, it, you get more momentum, I think, with time, and it becomes easier. Wow, I love that. Why not be who you're created to be? And better yet, actually, why not discover more mm-hmm. of who you are created to be? Because mm-hmm. here's what I'm hearing is I'm hearing as you go through this process, you're being more of your true self, Mm -hmm. your best self, and you're discovering more of who you are and what you're capable of doing. Mm -hmm. It's been, if you would have asked me a year ago, are are you a creator? Are you a creative person? I would have said, no, I'm not. Um, And now I would say, you know, creating is very life-giving. It brings joy um, and it is inspiring to other people. So I'll be having coffee with someone uh, in a little while talking about blogs and my experience. And the other day, actually, my um, my little one came up to me and she had written a book. And I said, Anna, what's that? She said, well, I wrote a book because I saw you writing. And so to have that experience, it just it has a snowball effect and just this ripple effect that had I never stepped out. I wouldn't have had the picture with dad. I wouldn't have my little one necessarily writing, saying, you know, you inspired me to do this, mama. And so that, I think, has just been the gift. I mean, that is just, like, miraculous, isn't it? Mm-hmm. I mean, Jen McNabb is going to go meet with somebody to give him some coaching on <laughs> blocking. <laughs> this, is, this is a woman who is like, I'm not doing this, right? Look at how fast things can change when you start trying when you do and there's probably a ton of you out there um and i thank you for those of you who are telling me you're listening to the podcast i'm always surprised actually who's listening to this Uh, but it's great and i hope you're getting inspired and that's why jen is on this episode look how fast things change when you take a step from zero to one that is a huge step and it's also the hardest step right it is yeah the first step oh my goodness the first podcast i recorded it took forever to get the microphone to get the microphone working um (laughs) to get the thing recorded i recorded the first one it was 14 minutes of silence it took so long but then each additional one moving from one to two moving from two to three it becomes easier and easier and easier and even now so eight months to get the first blog posted from that point we've got i've done one each month and i've already got december's january's february's mapped out so then i have more margin to to tackle new things and take on new um so that's been that's been good hold on oh good yes we are still recording (laughs) okay oh yeah because that was just pure gold 
See, we're pretty low tech right now, but Jen is looking at this new podcast setup we have. It's legit, is it not? It's a four-person podcast with like professional microphones that Jen would have loved to have used. Actually, I would have too. Um, But anyway, we're going low tech, but it's still good. We're still inspiring people. Nothing will stop us. Okay, so I hope that you all are as inspired as I am by Jen and what she's done in a short amount of time, you can do it too. So there are things that you've got going on deep down inside. And you use the word joy, Mm -hmm. by the way. I noticed that. Mm -hmm. And I've talked about on this podcast that we're created to create. And when we create, it's a joyful thing. And when we don't, Mm -hmm. that's how we get into the funk. Mm -hmm. You know, mm-hmm. we're, and we say things like in our first conversation, you were like, there's something missing. Mm-hmm. There's something more. And that's what it was. Yeah. And but here's the thing. This is going to lead to something. This is where it gets exciting. Right? right. I mean, aren't you kind of like excited about like, OK, this journey has begun and I'm actually excited about where's this thing going to go. Right. Yeah, I think then that's part of the unknown um, that, that is part of the adventure in it um, that would have never happened had I never done the first post all right that is awesome well jen thank you so much for being on the podcast and i want all of you to check out her uh website jen macnab m-a-c-n-a-b dot com and listen to her podcast and encourage her to stop reading stuff and stop planning okay that's what i'm doing because she sounds so much more like jen when she's actually talking and not reading even though her reading's pretty good because her writings are really good. But anyway, go out there and try something. And remember this, it doesn't have to be perfect. It just has to be awesome.